You're listening to the Canterbury Mornings Podcast with John McDonald from Newstalk ZB. The ACT leader David Seymour wasn't eating pies on TV last night, but he was spitting tax about dangerous criminals not being locked up in prison. He was out yesterday promoting his party's law and order policy. And if I was to sum up the message he was trying to get across, it would be this, and I'll quote him directly. He said, more people should be in prison. Now, I don't necessarily agree that there should be more people behind bars, but we sure as hell need to get things in order and make sure that the people who should be locked up are locked up. So the the policy that ACT is pushing has a few elements to it, as well as spending a billion dollars on 500 more prison beds. Seymour's crew want to make sure that the justice system focuses more on the victims of crime and less on the criminals themselves. And I'll tell you what, they will get no argument from me on that front. A particularly brilliant part of ACT's policy, which you may have heard a retired judge also sounding very excited about on Mike's show this morning, is this idea of the Crown stepping in if crims are slow or fail to make reparation payments to their victims. Because, you know, let's face it, whenever you see a report in the news saying a judge has ordered someone to pay compo money or, you know, reparation, as it's known officially, when you see that, how many times do you wonder to yourself, you know, how likely is it that that's actually going to happen? Well, I do, probably most of the time. And obviously, if ACT has come up with this idea as part of its law and order policy, then I must be on the money. And there must be a truckload of victims not getting the reparation they deserve when they should be getting it, or if at all. So yes, this would mean the taxpayer jumping in and coming to the rescue when crims fail to do what they're ordered to do by the courts. But why should the victims of crime suffer any more than they have? It's a great idea, as far as I'm concerned. As for the more people behind bars thing, that ACT is pushing. I reckon we could be a bit smarter on this. What I would do is make prison automatic for anyone who behaves violently towards people or property. Because if someone was to ask you whether you feel safe or not, I bet, I bet it would come down to your sense of physical safety. Scams, for example. I mean, they can be devastating for people who fall for the text messages or emails or automated phone calls saying, hey, it's your bank here, or hey, it's your power company here. But what they do doesn't threaten our physical safety, does it? Just like any fraudster, really. They're a threat to our financial security, but not our physical security. So instead of going holus bolus and spending a billion dollars on 500 more prison beds, wouldn't it be better to have some very clear non-negotiables when it comes to who actually belongs behind bars. And for me, that would be anyone who was violent towards people and property. So your Ram Raiders, people involved in family harm crimes, any form of sexual crime, bank robbers, service station robbers, carjackers, home invaders, all of them. I'm in no doubt that anyone involved in those sorts of crimes don't belong in society. Which may very well mean that we still need more prison beds as ACT is pushing for, but maybe we wouldn't. Because what if we decided that anyone who commits a crime that doesn't threaten our physical safety, what if we decided that they were the ones who got to wear the ankle bracelet and got to serve their time on the couch at home? Who would they be? Well, I suppose if we were to give them a label, it would be white-collar criminals. The people who come up with elaborate scams to rip off their employers or the ones who rip off government departments for things like COVID support or welfare payments, because it seems nuts, doesn't it? That if we're running running out of room at our prisons, it seems nuts that these people are taking up space and other more dangerous people 
are out on home detention. One example, the guy who did the shootings on the building site in Auckland recently. He was on home detention after violently assaulting his partner. Under my approach, he wouldn't have been on home D, he would have been in prison. Because what he did was act violently towards a person. So that's the right start. Making sure that the criminals who are a threat to our personal safety, our physical safety, are taken out of circulation. And only having home detention an option for the crims who aren't a threat to our physical safety. Now maybe then we might not need 500 more prison beds, who knows? Maybe we would. For more from Canterbury Mornings with John McDonald, listen live to News Talks at B Christchurch from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.